Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 301, season 13. Today's date is January 30th, 2024, and welcome to the program. And yes, this is the first show of the new season, season 13. And we reached episode 300 last time. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't believe I reached this plateau. <laughs> oh, it's... It's incredible, you know, it's, it really is. Okay. Uh, on today's program, I will talk about uh, brands of root beers, past and present in Chicago, uh, some that I remember growing up with. And also I will do my tribute to a director, Norman Jewison. He directed a lot of classic movies and I watched most of them on TV and in the theater. And I'll talk about him. I'll talk about his career and the movies he directed. So this will be an interesting show. Uh, but first off, we're going to go into a commercial break. And uh, remember, folks, this is a root beer theme on this program. So this program is brought to you by Barrelhead Root Beer. Oh, when's the last time you heard that brand? And uh, this is a commercial from 1980. So sit back and relax. And I'll be right back with the show. Thank you, everyone. We're gonna get you over a barrel so get set to have a barrel of fun. Cause when you tap a barrel head with beer, you get your thirst right over and done. You get a real rich cream big head so nice. A draft style flavor that stands up to eyes. So get your thirst over a barrel head America and have a barrel of Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for uh, Barrelhead Root Beer. Um, I had to look up some information about this particular brand. Uh, it it started uh, maybe in the late 70s. Uh, no, it started earlier than that. I'm sorry, in the early 70s. And uh, I've had it a couple times. It's, oh, it was okay. And then uh, it just disappeared. Uh but it is still in business, but it's, I don't see it in Chicago, uh, but it, it rebranded and it's now in Pennsylvania somewhere. So they only, they sell, they sell in the East coast, which is okay. Um, but it was all right. You know, so, uh, I've had a few comments from people on my page and they say, Oh, I forgot this brand. I've had it. It was good. And I, I don't remember seeing it. You know, so no, I'm sorry. They do remember it, and uh, they miss the product. They really do. Okay. All right. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned I will talk about brands of root beers, past and present, in Chicago, and also I'll do my tribute to director Norman Jewishin. Uh, first off, uh, before I get started the program, I'm gonna mention a couple of things. One, 
it's about reaching episode 300. I'm, uh, thank you everyone for your support and your comments. I'm very happy and I'm blessed. You know, I'm, I reached this point. There are other podcasts out there that do very well um, because some are successful, you know, because of their celebrities and, you know, and probably have recorded many episodes uh, than me, you know. Uh, what's unique about this podcast is it's about Chicago history. And not just, uh, it's just brands, restaurants, uh, department stores, etc. And then I try to find and discuss them. Sometimes, um, may, some people might criticize me. Maybe I'm talking about the same subject twice or more, but that's okay. You know, we want to, uh, a lot of my uh, followers and my fans like to hear it again. You know, unless you want to uh, skim through all the way down and all, into the older ones and listen, that's just fine. But, you know, I, I don't mind repeating it. That's okay. I'm doing that. And I still get suggestions from people uh, telling me, well, why don't you talk about this place? Why don't you talk about this person that was born here? Like, for example, I talked about John Belushi last episode. Uh, someone emailed me a few, about a few weeks back. And so I saved it for... Uh, for this uh, special episode, this milestone, and I did. Okay. Second of all, I received, <laughs> this is hilarious, I received a few emails and messages from people that said that I called WGN Morning News, and uh, Paul Conrad answered my call on his phone. It was uh, at eight, around 8.30 in the morning, and uh, it said it was from Pete from McLaughlin. I had to tell people, no, it was not me. It's another Pete from Oakland. <laughs> so I don't know who it is, who it was that called, you know. I mean, somebody has the same name as I do that lives around here. But that's a coincidence, you know. I've, I've texted them a few times to them, you know. Uh, they never answered, so that's okay. Uh, but at least they see it. But that's that is hilarious. That really is. So I think that might go on for a little while. Maybe not. That's okay. So that's uh, that's kind of funny, like that. Yeah. So some people assume it was me calling. No, it was not me. I swear. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get started on the new season of Band Chicago Land Stories, the podcast, starting with episode 301 and i will talk about brands of root beer now in my honest opinion uh root beer is not one of my favorite uh soft drinks uh, i don't i drink it infrequently i haven't had a root beer in years I, you know i don't i don't know why i don't find i don't find it appealing i don't know what it is it, maybe it's the taste or it's not it's not like coca-cola it's not like seven up, you know, lemon lime. It's not like Dr. Pepper, you know, with the cherry, you know, with the cherry flavor. It's different. So, um, root beer, uh, that's been, they've been making this since the 18th century. Uh, it was sold in like, you know, drugstores, you know, like that, you know, and, uh, it's, it looks like beer, but it's not. It's non-alcoholic. 
And uh, it also made to make a drink called sarsaparilla. If you ever heard of it, you know, you, that's not spoken much about that. Uh, so it's kind of foamy when you pour it in into a, you know, a cool, cold mug like that. And uh, so, so I remember my earliest memory of root beer was uh, dad's root beer. Uh, dad's root beer is still made. Uh, it was made in Chicago first. I don't know where they make it now. I don't think here. No, I don't think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that was one of the most popular root beer brands of all time. I think it started like way early in the 20th century. And then the others came uh, like hires that came later. Uh, I remember that one. I drank that and it was okay. That was fine. And then more came. There was like Berghoff's and Barks and of course Barrelhead, A&W that's still made, you know, and they had these uh, restaurants, you know, they had A&W restaurant. Uh, I never went to one. Of course, a lot of people in Chicago Remembered the restaurants, uh, Dog and Suds. I think there are a couple of them around, probably not up north. I think Grace Lake or something like that. I didn't see any in Chicago. I think I saw one in Chicago in Alsip, I believe, like a long time ago. I don't know if it was Dog and Suds. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Um, I know there was one in Calumet City. I, mean, I, had, a, I had a photo of that. People remembered the, the hot dogs and the, the root beer, and they said it was good. It was so good. And I, I did go to Doug and, Dog and Suds once at Alsip years, years, and years ago, uh, just for pit stop. It was okay. It's very good. One of the famous uh, good, and then there's a, a brand called Filbert's that's made today. I never had this product, never had the root beer. No. I never had it. I've, I've, I never heard of it. No, that this is new to me. Oh boy, I'm so oblivious <laughs> to this. And uh, other store brands uh, were came from grocery stores, like for example, Yummy. Do you remember that from Jewel Foods? Yeah, they used to make the ice cream and the other soft, soft drinks. You know, Yummy Cola. A lot of people love the black cherry. Oh, they love that. Uh, what else? Ah, Canfields. Well, Canfields was in business. They had the draft root beer. I've had that when I was a kid. That wasn't bad. It was good. I like that. It was uh, like that. You know, and uh, let's see what else. It was Scott Ladd. Uh, National Foods had their own... Uh, Many national food, yeah, national foods. I think I mentioned that. I'm not sure. Uh, so many like that. Uh, let's see, was it Hydrox? If you remember, that goes way back. Oh, you know. Uh, if I forget to mention a brand or from a grocery store, I apologize. Just make a comment. And uh, people have been doing that for the past day uh, that I've been, that I announced I'm going to talk about root beer. And they did that and see what else. Uh, so one of the, I'm sure everyone loved this. So they loved, 
called a root beer float. And that's like a dessert. And you used uh, vanilla ice cream with that. Yeah. So I love that. That I like, you know, instead of just straight uh, root beer. Uh, before I get started with the root beer float, there was, an there was another brand called Struzzles. And that was made in Maywood, Illinois. I never heard of this one. And they said it was delicious. It was very good. Very good root beer. Yeah, so that that's nice to hear something uh, interesting like that. Uh, so a, a root beer float is like, for example, you would take uh, a mug, pour some root beer, take a scoop of vanilla ice cream, and it would be called a probably a black cow or a brown cow. I don't remember people calling it that. <laughs> so, um, so let's see. So, yeah, so I remember calling it a rupiah float. The last time I had a rupiah float was uh, when I worked at American Express Travel and they had a party, you know, where I worked. And they were making those. And they, and someone asked me, uh, Pete, do you want to have a rupiah float? And I said, yeah, why not? I'll have one, you know, for dessert. And I did. It was awesome. I loved it. Oh, delicious. You know, so uh, that was great. <laughs> you know, and uh, so they either call it like black cow or brown cow. Maybe it depends where you lived. You know, I know they made them in A&W re uh, restaurants. You know, I don't know if they put them in cans, you know, with the ice cream flavor. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. So uh, who knows, <laughs> like that. Um, so uh, sometimes they make diet root beer. It's not the same. I don't know. <laughs> I never had it. I know Canfield's made it. They made that. And A&W, they did that. So, you know, it's funny when you take a bug of root you know, a mug of root beer and, you know, when you have the foam, you know, the head of it, sometimes you want to blow the, the froth on it, you know, <laughs> it probably land. I've seen this in the Three Stooges with the beer. <laughs> I know that's a little far-fetched and it's like way out of, way out of it because it's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so that was, I'm sorry about that. So, um, you know, like I said, there's all, all kinds and all kinds of brands and all that, and some have been gone. Also, there was Knee High. Uh, they had their own root beer. Any soft drink company had that. I think there was Clover, something with Clover. Like that, they had that. Um, oh, of course, I forgot one more. It was called Mason's uh, Root Beer. Some people said it was good. And also Old Dutch. That's an old, old company. Yeah, I remember that. You've seen, I've seen a lot of photos of old Dutch advertisement. And they have, uh, they sell root beer like that. Um, there was another company called Old Colony. I don't know if they made root beer, probably. Uh, I, I don't know if Canada Dry made it. No, I don't think so. No, forget it. <laughs> I don't think it did. Anyway, uh, right now I'm going to play another commercial because I saved the last one for this and it's from Shasta and Shasta made root beer. Yeah. That's uh, I remember this commercial. 
Uh, this commercial was from 1976, and it was it said in a saloon. <laughs> and I remember this very well watching when I was a little kid watching it on TV. So sit back and relax. And here's a commercial for Root Beer Shasta from 1976. And I'll be right back and I'll talk a little bit about that product. And then I will talk about Norman Jewish. Thank you, everyone. Barkeep, what do you got that's real good? Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Shasta Root Beer. Uh, that company's still around. Uh, you don't see Shasta. I think it's from the West Coast, you know, but they used to have this uh soda you know soda pop drink soda soft drink blah 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 whatever uh in the chicagoland area you used to buy that you know cans and all that uh i like the cola that was pretty good back then uh but i like those pretty cans they had you know with the design you know of shasta uh but i guess it's changed so much <laughs> so i found uh some more uh, I found a list of other uh, brands. Uh, let's see. For example, uh, uh, they had one called Chicago Root Beer. It was a brand. I don't know if they make that. Not sure. <laughs> and uh, let's see. There was Fitz. Uh, uh, that's like in st louis uh there's another one called frosty root beer some some people mentioned that i never heard of it no i never heard of that also i forgot about mug mug uh the, the mug brand yeah i did that uh let's see what else uh i guess that's it that i know so uh you know Listen, if you're in a mood for a root beer float, go ahead. It's like it's the most delicious desserts anyone can have. Now, I could go for one, but it's been years since I've had it. And if you go to a ice cream shop you know, or ice cream parlor, you know, like Farrell's, remember that when we used to be in business? Or if you go to Baskin Robbins, uh, there are not that many around. You know, you can, uh, you know, request a root beer float or make it at home if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Right now, I'm going to talk about uh, Norman Jewison. Jewison. I can't say his name. Jewison. Jewison. Excuse me. And uh, he was a great director. Uh, he passed away on January 20th, 2024, and he was 97 years old. Oh, he lived a long life. Uh, he was from Canada, uh, born in Toronto, uh, July 21st, 1926. What's famous for him? He, he directed so many classic movies that we have seen over the years and most of them I've seen myself and uh, in, in times I saw you know many times you know seeing those and I just love them they really so um, first he you know he directed a few things in Canada then he came to the United States and uh, 
So I'll give you a, a, a list of all the, the films that he directed. And uh, well, first, I'll, uh, the notable TV uh, productions that he did direct uh, were uh, were the Hit Parade. That was from the late fifties. That's like a American Bandstand type of show. You know, they had a countdown. Uh, he also directed a uh, show starring singer Andy Williams. Uh, also, uh, sh- uh, a show with uh, Danny Kay and also Pat Boone. And he also directed uh, the Judy Garland show. He did that. He also directed one time. Well, not directed. He produced the uh, Academy Awards. That was in 1981. He did that. Uh, so the, here are the films that he directed. Uh, and then uh, when I get back, uh, when I'm done, I'll play a, uh, like a TV trailer of one of his move, movies. And I'll tell you which one and which one is my favorite. So his first movie he directed was uh, 40 Pounds of Trouble. That uh, was uh, from 1962. Starred Tony Curtis, Suzanne Pochette, and Phil, Sil- Phil Silvers, you know, Sergeant Bulko, and Larry Storch. I've never seen this movie. Uh, I like to see it. The second one was uh, from 1963, uh, and the next one after that was uh, two Door Stay movies, The Thrill of It All and Semino Flowers. Now, th- the one Thrill of It All was hilarious. That's with Doris Day and James Garner. That's the one when the car fell into the... No, like, I think the swimming pool was filled with soap or detergent and the car fell in it. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was funny. Every time I, every time it's on TCM or on TV, you know, on any channel, I watch it. It's it's funny. Another movie that he very notable of that I liked was The Cincinnati Kid. That was good. That's a good movie really is that's uh set in the west like that and that starred uh uh steve mcqueen edward g robinson and Anne margaret and carl malden yeah that was a good movie also uh the 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 russians are coming the russians are coming also the in the heat of the night that starred uh cindy poirier and rod steiger oh that was good also, the Thomas Crown Affair, uh, again with Steve McQueen, and also with Faye Dunaway. Also, he recorded uh, Fiddler on the Roof, you know, If I Were a Rich Man, da 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 da, da. <laughs> I like that movie. Also, Jesus Christ Superstar. Also, Rollerball. That was with James Caan uh, and John Houseman and Maude Adams. Also, Fist. That starred Sylvester Stallone. This came out in 1978. I remember seeing this movie. I was going to see it in Fort City Cinema, but I did not. So, And also another one, uh, this is my brother's favorite. He loves it a lot. It's Injustice for All. It was okay. That starred Al Pacino and Jack Warden and John Forsythe. And it, it's just Al Pacino going nuts. <laughs> like he always does. So it was a, this is a good movie. I saw it. It's okay. Yeah, but it's a good movie. Also, Best Friends starred uh, Burt Reynolds and Goldie Hawn. Also, also, Soldier Story. That came out in 1984. That's a good movie. Very good movie indeed. And that starred, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Howard, Howard E. Rollins Jr. and Ed, Edel Caesar. And uh, he, 
he was great in that movie. Oh, it was excellent. Yeah. Also, Agnes of God, uh, based on the uh, play, and that starred uh, and Jane, Jane Fonda and Anne Bancroft and Mick Tilly. Also, one of my all-time favorites, Moonstruck. I love Moonstruck so much. Oh, it was wonderful. When it's on, I watch it. That's how it is. Also, uh, in Country, Other People's Money, that starred uh, Danny DeVito and Gregory Peck. In 1994, he starred, uh, no, not starred, directed Only You. <coughs> Excuse me, I hate that. In 1996, he star, uh, directed Bogus. Uh, in 1999, he directed uh, The Hurricane with Denzel Washington. Yeah, he was a middleweight boxer. And the last movie he directed was The Statement, starring Michael Caine and Tilda Swinton. And uh, so, my like I said before, my favorite movie uh, that he directed was Moonstruck. You know, starring uh, Cher, you know, and Olympia Dukakis, Nicholas Cage, Vincent Gardinia, Dan Danny Aiello. Oh my God! Set in Brooklyn, the, the 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 Italian, like the atmosphere. Oh, I love that. That was excellent. That was excellent. And Cher won an Academy Award. She won that, so that's great. She deserved it. She was excellent in that. Yeah, I remember her outfit at the Oscars when she accepted the award. So anyway, I'm going to play a TV spot from the 1987 movie, Moonstruck, directed by Norman Jewison. And then when I come back, I'll wrap up the show. Thank you, everyone. Moonstruck is one of the year's best films and a wonderful time at the movies, raves Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. Joel Siegel of ABC TV says it's perfect. What a sweet, wonderful film. Now you know. Newsweek magazine adds, Moonstruck is enchanting. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Cher, Nicolas Cage, Moonstruck. Starts Friday at a famous player's theater near you. Check listings. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the TV trailer for the 1987 movie, Moonstruck, starring Cher. Directed by Norm Jewison. Oh, he left a legacy of movies. Oh, wonderful movies. So you should, uh, if you haven't seen them or want, or like to revisit them, please do. You know, he, a great work of art. He left a body of work behind him. So it's uh, truly amazing. Truly amazing indeed. Okay. So that's it for this program uh, for the first season uh, and the first episode of this season, season 13, episode 301 of Any Chicago and Stories, the podcast. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about brands of root beers, past and present in Chicago, and my memory, uh, my memories and the tribute and the tri my tribute, excuse me, to Norman, director Norman Jewison. Uh, this podcast will be published later on today, uh, wherever podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, <coughs> excuse me, Amazon Music. 
Also, Overcast Breaker. Also, it'll be on my blog, blog. Okay. And also, uh, again, it will be on my YouTube channel. Uh, people still ask me, where do I find your podcast? Where do I find your podcast? I want to listen to it. I want to see it. Go to YouTube. Type in the search engine, Banish Chicago Men's Stories, or my name, Pika Stars, you will find it. Hit the subscribe button, and uh, you will get notifications. You can also listen to past episodes if you wish. Please do. Also, it'll be shared on my social media accounts, Facebook, X, uh, LinkedIn, Reddit, uh, Threads. Um, what else? Uh, Blue Sky, I just joined, and Instagram. I hope I didn't leave anything out. <laughs> I don't think so. Nah, <laughs> that's okay. Okay, so that's it for this show. Uh, thank you for joining me. This is because I'm your host for Advanced Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm having a ball with this. I really am, and I'm so happy. Uh, It'll be so just be patient, it'll be ready, and you can listen wherever you want on your uh, desktop, on your you know, your computer, your tablet, your phone. If you have a TV and if you have the Spotify app, you can listen to that if you'd like, you know, at the comforts of your home. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and uh, about the root beer, if you think of another brand that I failed to mention, please mention it. You know, I apologize, you know, because uh, this was a very interesting topic. I'll probably do another podcast episode this weekend. We'll, we'll see what we talk about. Uh, again, I have time to think. We will see. Okay, so here's bye-bye for me. And then here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.